What what is yeet? Is that something dwarves say or? So, I, the bet <laughs> the best description. For, <laughs> nice. The best description I've ever heard for the word yeet is it is the opposite that came almost twenty years later of yoink. Still nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what yoink is either. Yoink and yeet are like cousins or what? Grandpa? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> That's him. <laughs> it is to quickly throw something away from yourself. I don't know. I've always heard that uh, if somebody drinks so much, they can yeet. So <laughs> I can't yeet no more. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pacher and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time on Paper, Pencil, Dice, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tired today. Anyway, last time, uh, the, the group uh, defeated... The wolf, uh, I guess, master of the entire army, or at least the general of the whole army, um, and also threw uh, two out of his three uh, people who were on the ship off the ship, leaving just poor Maurice uh, standing on the ship, seeming very confused. Is he a space cowboy? He's a, is he a space cowboy? Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm glad someone got that <laughs> reference. Everyone else just looking completely dumbfounded. Oh, man. <laughs> this is going nowhere quickly. Uh, yeah, very quickly. Uh, is is he a gangster of love? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. It's going to be a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If only we could sing, but that's not allowed. Says uh, you. So the uh, when last time we also noticed that the rest of the battle um, out across is still ongoing at this point. Um, but we will get back to that in just a moment. So uh, first of all, we're going to do a quick round of introductions. Um, everyone uh, can tell us kind of what your character is thinking after uh, having defeated uh, one of the more challenging combats you guys have been involved in. So, we're going to do a quick round of introductions first, uh, while our heroes get to describe kind of how they're feeling after having uh, defeated uh, such a powerful boss, I suppose. Um, first of all, Athir, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure, my name's Athir. I play the role of Brian. Um, oh, wait, no, wait, that's the other way. Brian, I play Athir. Yeah, that's There it. you go. <laughs> there we go. Um, I play the role of Brian. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's the life, it's the of, life Brian. of Brian. Yeah. Yep. What can I say? I've been living it the whole time, um, at least half the time. <laughs> I play uh, Athir, the fighter of the group, um, and uh, I, I've kicked one guy off the edge. Uh, poor guy, falling all the way. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a trend or like maybe we'll get Wolfie off the edge. I, maybe that's a strategy. Maybe we grab him and toss him. Tossing dwarfs, tossing wolves. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hey, now. Hey. 
you had to throw the one thing in there that was over the line, which is not <laughs> how you're supposed to get tossed. Oh, you're not supposed to toss a dwarf? Uh. Just don't let the elf see, I guess. Wah, wah. All right. So, up next, Tegan, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Chris. I am the other Chris. Uh, I play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer. And right now, I've got a little song in my head. It's a, I got a pet, I got a pet, I got a pet, hey, 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 hey. So, uh, I'm enjoying, like, the idea of having of having a pet. Yeah, you got two. And I get a little little creepy crawly guy. No, well. you, you've already got two Kay. pets, but they're imaginary. This is real. No, one of them's not imaginary. I don't know that. Do I? Do I know that? I don't know. We'll have to talk about that later. We. Okay, okay. <laughs> who who wants to explain to Tegan that the voices in his head are not other people? I think actually Not the voices it. in this head may actually be other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so I'm excited for the pet, so I'm going to get, you know, acquainted with crazy old Maurice. Crazy old Maurice. Hmm. Uh, crazy crazy old, Maurice. old Maurice. All right. And up next, Jathal, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Chris. I play Jathal. Uh, I'm the uh, the awesome elf wizard of our little ragtag group here. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, glad that Mr. Wolf Guy didn't hit me. I don't think he hit me at all, if I recall. No, but, actually, you got you unscathed know. throughout the entire battle. Yeah, I, I was I was a slippery slippery guy. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad that he is done. Cause I'm, I did not want him destroying our nice ship that we have. Ah, uh, right. ship. Up next, uh, Toromir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? And last but not least, uh, hi everyone, my name is Brandon, and I play Toromir, the dwarf monk. And, uh... Yeah, I feel pretty good getting, you know, revenge on the Dark Wolfen guy for uh, beating the crap out of me the first time. So, uh, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, you guys, honestly, I I expected it to be more of a challenge for you guys than, than he was. You guys uh, handled that very strategically. Um, and last but not least, Tabitha, would you like to go and introduce Wait, yourself? didn't she go? No. Oh. No, I haven't she, gone yet. Sorry, I thought I was, oh, I feel bad now. I was going to say something, but then I didn't want to interrupt. Hi, I'm uh, Jess. I play Tabitha, who is the halfling ranger with my two faithful companions, Francis and uh, Gregory. Yay, them. And yeah. we're pretty happy that we're, uh, that we have defeated the, the last combat. Uh, how are Francis and Gregory feeling about the fact that they, this is the first combat they both worked together on? 
feel pretty good about that. They're they're really liking the teamwork and actually getting to actually do stuff. Crazy. All right. Well, so hopefully it will continue and we will see more of both of them. Absolutely. So at the end there, um, we you guys still had Maurice uh, on your ship, and he seems a bit confused as the fact that he and Barry had just offered to, you know, since Jathal did an excellent job of convincing them that they were in the wrong, and so they decided, yeah, well, we'd like to uh, throw in with your group and join, join the winning side, at which point uh, Tormir came and quickly threw Barry off the edge of the ship. Uh, Maurice seems a bit confused. He seems to be concerned that because uh, what, what was that for? No ticket. He knows what he did, but he didn't do anything. Neither of us attacked you guys. Right, you couldn't do your job. You want me to attack you? You can certainly try. Probably not advisable now. Uh, okay, what What exactly do you want me to do? I mean, it's your ship. I, I, I was going to offer to help you guys out. Tormir looks over the ledge. You look over just in time to see just this little dust cloud as Maurice lands on the ground. Wow, he just jumped off that quickly? Or, I'm sorry, no, Barry uh, lands. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, sorry. I was like, man, he uh, he really just followed through on that one. <laughs> no, I meant, I, 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 you see the dust cloud from Barry hitting the ground. So, um, Maurice just seems a bit, he, he's, like, he, he's like, should I just... When you guys land, get off and just leave, or? What is your intentions? Uh, well, I was commanded to come here by Kunith Shu, uh, to... Bless you. <laughs> to, to attack you guys and take the ship for our own, but the uh, control that Kunith Shu has had over me... Uh, seems to have waned a bit. Um, I can still hear his voice a little bit, but it doesn't seem to have any sway of control over me. Was was uh, son was, of was a lich? Yes. Uh, so have you? Has Kunith Shu been the only one that's been in control of you? Um. Well. So I. I did at one point work with uh well not work with but i was previously under the control and i can hear the voice of kundal on occasion but um he has not oh, yes go ahead go ahead he he has not expressed any control over me as of recent um as, as far as i know um ever since kunith shu took over the control it broke my bond with kundal and ever since I began working with Kunishu, I haven't been able to hear the voice of Kundal. And now I can still hear Kunishu's voice, but I have—I I finally am in control of my own actions. 
Who, uh... Do you have any idea where Kundal is? Uh, last Did you have I... any... Any connection with him? Uh, so, last I knew, he had headed... He was in, uh, Nishtun, And he is slowly building up a, uh, army, but he has sent his, uh his three lieutenants out to gather armies for him so he can, uh, how did he phrase it? Reclaim the world of the living. Okay. Okay. Uh, this has been so far useful. So you're, 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 uh, you're doing well so far. Uh, how about, uh, do you know who the three lieutenants were? So yeah, the, uh, the one you had just defeated, there were, there are three lieutenants in total. Uh, the one you just defeated was uh, Kunithshu. Um, the other two uh, were Master Kevdak um, and uh, Azal Mushi. That's why I threw out my last ban- banana. It was all mushy. It's <laughs> <So> all mushy. <laughs> okay. I really need to work on my character names. <laughs> Come on. Did that not sound like that? It, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. did. <laughs> it's wow. All mushy. Well, it's, it's out there now. <laughs> Don't you just hate it when you have a mushy kunas juke? <laughs> Does anyone have a tissue? <coughs> so, uh, <laughs> can you spell that? I'm just interested in the spelling. I think it'd be fun to know the spelling of. Sure. Kanuchi. It's two words. It's, it's spelled. Okay. It's A Z S H A L. Second or last name is M U H S H I. Mushi. Ah, go. <laughs> and apparently is all mushi. Asha <laughs> mushi. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. All right. All right. So, so, so we know, don't we know who Kundal is, right? We've, we've met Kundal. Yeah, you guys know who Kundal yes. is. You've also yeah, met Master Kevdak, and you've now met Kundshu twice. Oh, no, yeah. no. So it's Azal Mushi, but even worse would be a Mushi Azal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I, mean, right. I, I, I think we're circling the drain now. No, I think we're fully in the drain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Master Kevdak uh, was sent to uh, the city uh, south of Nishun uh, called uh, Azadmus. Um, and that uh, he was sent to, I guess, obtain something there. Uh, meanwhile, Kunithshu was sent to obtain um, the, uh, the Stone of Power from the... Uh, from here from Malatun, and meanwhile, um, Asal Mushi was sent up to the Dreamscape Tower um, near the uh, uh, the Forest of Talking Trees. 
Do we know Sweet. what they're looking for? Uh, what was the town that Master Kevdev was sent to? Uh, Azadmus. A Z A D M U S. Sure. Okay. Um. So I noticed that uh, that my uh, that Francis and also um, Gregory were low on health, and I also am low on health. Well, I've got forty left, but. So as you as you guys are having this conversation with uh, Maurice, you see like just this ball of fire just fly up in the sky. Um, All right, and... they're still fighting down there. Oh, okay. S- Can we provide air cover? Death from above. <laughs> I guess we'll have this, uh, we'll continue this conversation after we go and save the city. Are you going to help us save the city? Uh, you tell me what you need me to do and I will help out however I can. You are my pet. You do whatever I say. You know, Maurice, Uh, you seem awfully easily influenced. Uh, I don't know about that. I feel like I'm a very you know, a big influencer and it takes a lot I'm just very good at it can't you restate my lost point (laughs) I mean, I'm convinced (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, as as you guys are having this conversation uh, Jathal, you pilot the airship uh, the Storm Chaser back uh, to the battlefield of the siege uh between the combat, the conversation, the air battle, and everything like that, uh, it's been nearly probably somewhere between 45 minutes to almost an hour since you left. Um, mm. As the uh, battlefield comes into view, however, there are two things that you notice that have changed since you left. Uh, first, that second wall that uh, was being defended when you guys went back to the airship has been breached. Um, they are now between that wall and the entrance of Malatune itself, the large pathway that goes up towards the door, large, immensely large stone doors that are permanently propped open. Um, so there's not really much in the way of fortifications between them and where they're going. So it's kind of at this point just open battle warfare, you know, in the streets outside of Malatune. Uh, the second thing you notice, however, is that the undead armies are also no longer acting in any coordinated direction. Some of the undead are still progressing their way towards the city. Uh, there seem to be some individuals that, um, in, the, in the army that are of uh, some sort of uh, intelligence or, or, sound, or you know, cohesive mind um that are trying to direct small amounts of undead forces in various in various directions but each one of them seems to be giving different orders there's no sort of overarching uh commands being given across to the different squads of undead uh there are also just undead that are just acting uh unintelligently in you know in their own i guess whatever their natural uh, proclivities would be some are uh merely just 
chasing soldiers or civilians around. Others seem to be wandering aimlessly, sort of without any different direction. Others are running away from the city um, and, and outside the city, still making their way in. You see members of the Order of the White Lily, on, which is a very small force. I mean, it's, it's somewhere between like six and seven people from this distance you can see. And they seem to be waging their side of the battle against the, that, that, side, that entire uh, front of the army and holding their own as just a small band of adventurers. Hmm. Um, speaking of the White Lily, uh, this is also the first time you've actually truly seen them in action. And even though you're viewing them from above and from the distance, okay, everyone except for Tormir, this is the first time you've seen them truly in action. Um, you've met them, you've you've known them uh, in in multiple different adventures, but um, this this is also the first time you see you've seen the full force actually all working together as well. Because uh, this is the, like for you, Tormir, you've seen uh, Belasius, you know, fight, but you've never actually. This is the first time you've seen Hammond in a battle, for example. Um, and, and Rallos as well. Because those two... How far up are we? Uh, you guys are probably maybe a quarter of a mile off the ground. Yeah. Were you going to uh, jump off and help? Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> J- Jethal could probably bring the ship in the lower height eventually, but... The other thing you can see about the White Lily is that you can see exactly why they are so revered as a uh, force of battle. Um, simply just being able to hold their own against an entire army yeah, with them, their mounts, and a skeletal dragon at their back. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Uh, Speaking of the skeletal dragon, you see Iron Fang. Rallus is still riding it, tearing into the undead armies. You see Hammond climbing up the back of one of the undead giants, burying his axe deep into its shoulders, severing one arm clean from its body single-handedly. Uh, you also see Belasius standing atop of a, a defeated giant, drawing his bow and firing an arrow directly into the sky. Uh, as you guys are streaming closer towards the battlefield, you suddenly hear a screech come from behind you as a riderless drake that was uh, very silently sneaking up from behind is suddenly felled by the same arrow you saw launched. All right. Um, we can't really say nice shot from a quarter of a mile up. They're not really I mean, you can. This. It's Whether or not it's hurt is, is anyone's guess. Um, as you guys are continuing to uh, take the airship back down towards the battlefield at this point, we are going to finish the battle in a skills challenge. So, do you have the skills to pay the bills? Uh, we shall find out. So, uh, if I can get, let me pull up the initiative chart here. If I can get everybody to go ahead and roll initiative for me. I just think that you should stop using my character as the fail side of the tracker when you're I'm, tracking I'm, failures. I'm not. I'm using um, Hup's character as the fail okay, side. That's good. It's Hup's character. Who, who is, you know, Kundal at the moment. All right. So.
So, uh, for initiative, uh, Tormir, what did you get on your initiative roll? I rolled a 21. All right. Uh, Tegan, what did you get on your initiative roll? I got an 18. 18. All right. And Jathal, what did you get on your initiative? I got a 16. All right. Tabitha, what did you get on your initiative? I got a 30. Okay. That's right. And Athir, what did you get on your initiative? I got a 26. Okay. So we will start off with Tabitha. Woohoo! So the uh, ship, uh, Athir, is piloting it back towards the battle at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably uh, much less than uh, a quarter of a mile off the, uh, off, off the ground. Um, that's up to Jathal as to how high off the ground you are right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But what would you like to do from your standpoint? What are my options? Um, whatever you want. I mean, like, you're you're on an airship. There is a giant battle of undead below. Okay. Uh, they are so the first two outer fortification walls have fallen. There are a number of undead that are wandering aimlessly, chasing and or trying to kill civilians. There are uh, ones that are still fighting with the soldiers. There are some that are starting to uh, make their way up the uh, large ramp up into the doors. You're not honestly sure at this point if there are any inside the city or not yet. Can I shoot the undead with the ballisti from the ship? Sure. So uh, if you want to go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. 28. That is a success. Woohoo! So... Well, as you go and grab onto the, the ballista, line up a shot, and fire it, um, you're able to get one of the large giants that was about to, uh, was swinging kind of randomly at that point, um, swung at the large doors, uh, and had he hit it, uh, might have actually knocked it off of his hinges. But a large ballista bolt kind of uh, thudded into his chest and didn't take him down, but knocked him off balance to the point where he fell backwards and didn't get a chance to, to make his swing. Yeah, um, take that! After that, you also start hearing this massive rumbling starting to come from the ground. And we will That's go next good. to Athir. So did I hear that correctly? I'm piloting the ship? Uh, no, Jathal is no, piloting the ship. Okay. I am. I, 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 he said... You said a theater, and I was like, "Sweet, I Did get to, I, I get miss, to do some sweet I, stuff now." I, I, I say I say wrong information all the time. I mean, I'm the worst Believe DM me. ever. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um, let me think here. What what can we do? Hmm. We don't have any uh, sneaky drakes anymore coming up behind us or anything, do we? Uh, I mean, narratively, what you can have whatever you want. Um. Uh, can I, uh, maybe I can get back up to my crow's nest lookout position and direct Jathal to uh, a place to set the, the, the ship down so that uh, we can get into the combat. Okay. Is that, ahead, um, yeah. Perception? Perception. You can try that. How about a 26? A 26 is a success. So, getting up into the crow's nests, um, you see, the, um, a, you know, you see a, a few different spots. There's there's a number of buildings, honestly, at this point that have been uh, heavily damaged and or knocked over. 
at this point, unfortunately, but there are a few, and you find a, a couple good options that have uh, relatively flat roofs that you could you find as a sort of a, a landing place, or at least you could maybe take the airship and hover over top of them and you know have people rappel down. Uh, but you find a few options. The other thing you also notice with that perception check is that same spot where the giant that Tabitha just uh, knocked down, the ground um, is like where it landed. It landed right next to those doors. Uh, the ground is moving underneath of it. Hmm. Okay. I, I make sure to say there's Like some- as in like pulsating that there's something coming up or like a uh, like a natural phenomenon. Something underneath it, and you're not sure what. So I'll, I'll, I'll yell to, to the group specifically, Jathal, there's something strange going down there. Um, and I say there's some good spots, and I point to those other places that you, you pointed to that we could set down. Or, or you could take the ship over there, and I point towards a, a group of uh, zombies. I'm like, you could set it down right there. <laughs> All right. So as Athir is directing the ship and Jathal is piloting it over in one of those directions, uh, Tormir, I will let you decide which way uh, it goes based upon what action you're taking next. So, Tormir, you're up. Uh... All right, so options, pile of zombies, weird thing on ground, and then appropriate landing spot. Yeah. I mean, or you could load yourself into the ballista and launch yourself off towards the, uh, the area I'd where, fire the re- you off. where the rest of the white, li- uh, white lilies are uh, battling. That will work great. Once. <laughs> Depends on if you use your, pants, your underpants as uh, parachutes. Shh, you're taking my turn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Also, that's assuming I'm wearing under anything under the robe. That is true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> bold choice. I'm sure it's pretty breezy, but hey. And they don't call me Tormir Two Beards for nothing. It's a bold strategy, ah, Cotton. Ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah. That's getting cut. All right. Um, is it? <laughs> is it? Uh, all right. So I will like to manually influence the control surfaces. To this, all of this is sounding dirty. You hear what you want to hear. Um, take us to an appropriate landing spot. Okay, so a, a uh, building, or did you want to follow a theorist and try to land the ship on a, a pile of zombies? Uh, are, are zombies in a clearing? Sure, it's a clearing. You just squish a bunch of zombies when you do. Yeah, let's do that because we need to be able to get the back out. Okay, so you uh, landed in a, in a f- clearing of zombies. Uh, what is your action this round? Uh, well, I was going to use athletics to move those control surfaces. Oh, you, you know, because it, it takes some effort. So you're you're helping to thaw with uh, some yes. of the controls to land. Okay, sure. You can make an athletics check for that. Oh, <laughs> thirty-six. All right. Well, that is a critical success. You guys have a floating reroll going Whoop. forward. Jeez, sweet. Right. 
So, uh, yeah, you land over in uh, this, just, you just hear this both sickening and very satisfying squish sound as the, uh, the, the, the ship lands. And uh, you, that rumbling over where that uh, giant fell is getting louder now. And up next, Tegan. I'm torn. I wanna, I wanna shoot the the lightning cannon thing at the zombies in front of us, and but I also wanna talk to Ralos and see if he can command all the zombies now that they're not being commanded anymore. Um, can I? Is there any? What's the type of skills used for the lightning cannon? Uh, I will allow. Probably either acrobatics since it's dex based, or I will allow uh, Arcana. Okay. And then to send a message to Ralos, I do have message. So um, that would be based on since you're a divine caster, that would be. Religion. Are you gonna put it in a bottle? Message in. Um. Yeah, that's not a great skill for me. So let's do the acrobatics. I want to shoot religion? the lightning. Religion isn't a good skill for you. The Divine Caster has no skill in his divine skill. Oh, I have a little bit. Just not a Brother lot. is REM over here just losing his religion. Alright, anyways. <laughs> That's um, him in the spotlight. Um, and I sh- want to shoot the lightning cannon with a 32. With a 32 is a success. So what were you sh- did you shooting it to shoot it? Or yeah, were you yeah, shooting yes. it at something? <clears throat> so, like, like Whichever direction it's facing, if I can find a huge clump of zombies, maybe with one of those giant dudes, or this is the biggest clump of nasties that I can find. Okay, you find a very big clump of uh, of, of as you call it nasties uh, that are all clustered <laughs> together. Is that like what you pull and... out of your belly button? <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. Um. Yeah, you but you you uh, fire it off and it just arcs. You just see it just completely rip through this massive group. Uh, you got like the perfect shot off. Sweet. And it arcs through them, and it also arcs through the gi- zombie giant that it hits. Is the same one that uh, Tabitha hit with the the ballista. And despite the fact that her shot only injured it and knocked it down, your shot seems to have pro- it seems to have stopped moving and also maybe partially on fire. Sweet. Um, but uh, after that, you see it just kind of like it starts on fire. It's there. It's, and all of a sudden just this big thing just comes out of the ground right underneath it. Um, and like are we talking like sandworm? Like sandworm like level. Yeah. Size. Hmm. Um, so spice must flow. This is like Beetlejuice. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, yep, that's yep. that's that, that's very close. Those equivalent. are actually based off of uh, the Dune, but they they are. Or oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Based on really? or inspired by, but yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the but this this thing you just see the ground just open up, or at least whatever was coming up from underneath it finishes its its travel, and the zombie giant is now kind of more of just parts of zombie giant as just you just see just this sort of black iker blood just starts spraying in all kinds of different directions and body parts and uh a large thing that is probably you would guess somewhere around 
um, you know, maybe two to three times the, 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 how long your ship is front to end. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell at this distance and the angle you're looking at how big it really is, but it's huge. Uh, you quickly recognize it uh, after it gets above the surface. This is one of those tunnel worms you guys ran into down in the labs. Um, but this one appears to be heavily modified somehow. There are spitting blades and spikes all up and down its face. There's like these axes and saws and stuff like that that are like chopping back and forth. And yeah. uh, at one point uh, it gets up and it just kind of like it gets too high for it to be able to support its own weight. It kind of falls to one side and a panel opens up and one of those uh, mech things that you guys fought uh, in that first room walks out but this one it's it's sort of it's not as tall as it would have originally been because it's where its uh, knees to its feet are it's now kind of permanently bent over and it's set it's built treads into that section so it's mm. kind of more driving around the battlefield and it has like flamethrowers coming out of its cheeks and like buzz saws for hands yeah you've been reading a lot of warhammer stuff <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't so is it unum and diem I think no no go go burning wheels oh those guys i like those guys you want to be another hood ornament for him oh you better believe it (laughs) all right so up next jathal what do you do having seen the burning wheels just finally get to the battlefield where uh where are we in conjunction to like the white lily like rollos and those guys um, so you guys are kind of in a clearing area, so I will say you are slightly off-center, kind of not just in front of where the uh, second wall would have been where had it not fallen yet. So you're kind of more or less equidistant from the back lines as you are from where the uh, door is, so you could probably easily get okay. there from in either direction. And you're for the, the where Athir uh, directed you to land was far enough away from the battle that it's not like on your doorstep of the ship it's it's close by that you can get there without too much difficulty but you're not being swarmed with undead yet right now sure uh i I guess i want to try and get to them to basically like notify and let them know hey we've taken down the person that supposedly um you know that's we've taken down the person like the the leader i guess that was mm-hmm. kind of controlling the undead okay. uh to see if they can use that information go- or we can use that information are you going to try to contact them magically or are you going to try to walk no. over them and contact them i don't hmm. what what do you use to quickly if you're going Smoke to smoke physic- signals you're going to use no, smoke I'm, signals. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Bold, bold choice. Bold <laughs> no. choice. Bold choice, <laughs> Cotton. Let's see how this pans out. <laughs> That'll be uh, a survival check with your Indian blanket. <laughs> that would be a survival check. <laughs> <laughs> Jathal starts the deck on fire and starts slapping with a blanket. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a blanket. That was Maurice. Maurice. <laughs> I guess what I actually want to do is I want to basically I want to uh, I want to try and I'm going to 
and stare intently at Maurice and be like, I need you to run over there and notify... Oh, wait, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Send the undead guy. Hey, guys! <laughs> and it's, it's just because... Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. That might not go over well. <laughs> quick, quick, take an undead and have him sprint towards the legendary heroes. That'll be a great... That'll work out great. <laughs> that's probably a bad idea. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll just... It's fine. I'll just try to do it magically and try and like <laughs> send it something. So, so, so do some some sort of magic uh, to magic basically message. notify notify them. That, hey, the 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 person that was controlling the undead army is is dead or gone. Okay, uh, and just so that. I guess they understand that. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna try to use like a magical message to get the me- get it yeah. across. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Uh, thirty-two. That is also a success. You guys are knocking this one out of the park. Um, so yeah, you you uh, send the the message over. What is the exact message you send? Uh, I, I guess it'd be something along the lines of uh, uh, what was his name? I had it. Hang on, Kunith Shoe. Kunith Shoe. Kazuntite. Uh, <laughs> has been slain. Uh, you you know we could have just like used the loudspeaker outside of the nah. ship. Nah, it's too loud outside. It's too much too much activity going on. That's 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 too logical. Uh, so, I get that a lot. So Kunlishu has been slain. Time to mop up. What's left? Okay. Uh, Ralos uh, looks... I mean, at this distance, you can't quite hear Ralos, especially over the sounds of battle around everywhere. But um, at this point, uh, Ralos looks like he looks over at, um, you know, the other the other members of the White, the, the White Lily, and uh, they seem to, like, just call out in, like, this big, you know, rallying cry. And just charge forward harder than they had before. Um, and at the same time, uh, Blasius uh, kind of holds out his hand. An eagle uh, lands on his uh, wrist. He quickly writes something on a piece of paper, puts it in the eagle's hand, and the eagle flies off forward. Probably del- re- delivering the same message elsewhere, most likely. Excellent. And the undead armies seem to be just, you know, their uh, morale across the entire uh, battlefield seems to be increasing the more thing, more of these things keep happening. Uh, also, there is a steady progress uh, going back against the undead now that the burning wheels are fighting forward from the city outward. Uh, up next, Tabitha. Okay. And as a reminder... Acrobatics and Arcana are both off the table right now for you. Um, so how far, how close are we? Have we landed? Yes, you have landed. 
Okay. Uh, is there... Uh, would I be able to shoot um, people from off the ship? Sure. Like undead off the ship? What skill would you be using for that? Uh, awesomeness? I mean, you could possibly justify survival as you're calling into your hunting skills. Perfect. Let's do it. 31! 31 is a success. Yeah. How you like me now? <laughs> so, uh, with, uh, with that, you, yeah, you just start mowing down members of the, uh, the, the, the zombie horde. And it's just there. Come it's, get some! The, the force is, in, is dwindling quickly. Um, and things are going really well for you guys. Um, but they do, there, there is still a fair amount of them. There are, and two drakes seem to start coming, you know, are coming down from up above. Uh, you're not sure if they were there and you just hadn't noticed them or if they may turned around and rejoined the battle. Now the zombie army is more or less condensing down into one area. Oh, Um, look alive guys. There's, uh, more drakes incoming. Uh, a fear. It's up to you. All right, here. Um, do we have any of our allies anywhere nearby where the ship has landed? Sure. Which allies would you like to have nearby? I'll allow um, you to have anyone except the White Lily. Uh, how about the White Lily? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, looking for, um, I think Marin and the, those heroes uh, okay. are probably nearby with some of the rebellion probably hopefully hopefully Sounds some good. of the rebellions left yep they're uh, almost most of the rebellion is left you you spot uh Marin and Alina two swords kind of back to back battling uh you know on either side of themselves uh just zombies that are just kind of almost piling up around them just because there's so many corpses right now okay do you know praying mantis so what I'd like to do is um, I'd like to uh, leap down from the, the crow's nest and make a sprint dash, at least to try to reach them, to gather their forces to uh, deal with these drakes when they come down. Okay. We're going to need their archers and, and everything to help bring them down. So is that an athletics roll? Yeah, we could do athletics on that. Um, 23. 23 is not a success. Okay, we got we got a rolling uh, re-roll still, yep. don't we? Let's, you have a floating go. re-roll, that's correct. You Let's go ahead and way. reuse that and see <laughs> if... Tony doesn't like us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a 24 is probably not that much better. I still have a hero point. Is that usable? Uh, it, it is absolutely usable. And yes, 24 is better, but not better enough. Let's see if we can get a 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, apparently, I'm exhausted from fighting, and I just, you know, I just can't do it anymore. I got a 23. Okay. So you leapt off the. So, I mean, you had a really powerful jump. You leapt off of the crow's nest 
and like this like amazing heroic leap like the sun glints just perfectly off your sword you realize how awesome you look and for a moment you get distracted when you land you twist your ankle slightly did you pose for a selfie I and did. Like it, like it, like everything just went into slow mo. It's like a theater's like in midair, and then he just lands and goes ah as he twists his ankle and tries to run, but he's kind of like hobble sprinting uh, across the battlefield towards the uh, towards them, and he, he gets there, and uh, just Mary just kind of looks at him, raises one eyebrow, and goes, "Nice move." <laughs> I think what really happened is, like, I saw my reflection in my sword, and I was just like, that's a handsome guy right there. (laughs) So distracted. All right. Up next is Tormir. All right. uh, I'm going to try and make my way towards the uh, White Lily in an efficient manner through the chaos beneath. Okay. Uh, both athletics and athletics are not allowed at the moment for you. All right. Uh, I was looking to maybe use survival for that. Sure, that works. Kind of uh, ducking and diving through the crowds to make your way there. Or just finding You're going to use the uh, three Ds or five Ds. That's it. Dive, duck, dip, dodge. All right. Uh, well, I did uh, one better than the best result from... Uh, your you, last you turn, which did twenty five, and uh, this should reveal to you what the DC is for this skills challenge because it is a failure. <laughs> oh, it, that is a failure. That is a failure. Yeah. Okay, so I need to get a twenty six. All right. Uh, well, I might as well use Got my it. hero point. My last remaining hero point. Twenty nine. Yahtzee. All right. That is a success. Yeet. <laughs> so yeah, you you make your way through. Um, you know, at, at a couple, at one point, you kind of almost get stepped on by a giant, but you call upon your your uh, you know all dwarves for some reason learn how to uh, dodge giants, and you call upon your ancestral knowledge and easily dodge up from underneath the giant step. I think. Well, you got to watch the big no, guys. I mean. Let's be real. Tormir would probably just catch the giant's foot and then move it away and then keep going. That's actually probably accurate, yes. I do have Titan Wrestler, which I've never been able to use. I mean, now seems like the perfect time. Well, athletics is off the table. That's true. So, uh, yeah, you make it back there, and uh, the first person just who's the front of all the battle is uh, Hammond, and he sits there, he stands there and, like, Holds out one hand and goes, I've heard so much about you. It'll be nice fighting side by side. We've met before. Just not in battle. Yes, exactly. I I have never seen you fight, and that's why this is such an honor. I I guess it'll be okay. (laughs) What? Tormir's sort of, like, nervous about it, you know? (laughs) Hammond kind of just like leans over, grabs you by the wrist, and like launches you towards an enemy. Hey, don't toss me! (laughs) (laughs) Don't toss me. And up next is Tegan. Uh, You could win it all, or you could add one to the failure pile. Uh, Okay, it's better than the season. You you, you can't lose the the challenge if you fail. Okay, good. 
because but we'll still that. blame you. No, you we realize won't. though, if he does lose it, he does become the loser icon for the fails challenge. No, that's what <laughs> happened last game. We're not doing that again. That okay. was not cool. No pressure. No pressure. No, no pressure. All right. So you. So at this point, uh, right now, Athir is fighting alongside the Rebellion. Tormir is fighting alongside the White Lily. Tabitha is just mowing people down. <laughs> and and uh, cackling. J- Jathal is uh, standing at the edge of the ship with his hands cupped around his mouth yelling at, at uh, Ralos. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about Would right. Would you bring me some fries? <laughs> I'd like a shake, too. So, Are there any hot I- girls over there? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's his, what's his uh, girlfriend's name when he was Yanni? Lady uh, Isabella. 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 Lady Isabella. Yeah. 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 When he was Yanni. Um, so the battle's coming to an end. We're at a strategic uh, position in the battle. So tactically speaking, there's probably one move that can finish this whole thing off, right? Sure. What is that move, Tegan? That move would be a pincher maneuver between the Lotus and with the dragon coming in on top. And like a Doberman? The burning wheels. What? <laughs> like a Doberman pincher? No! A pincher maneuver. Military <laughs> tactics. Pincer? Pincer, not Is it pincher. pincer. I thought it was pincher. Okay. No. It's, it's pincer. a pincher. Oh, a pincer. Anyway, come from both sides, kind of at that 45. And just kind of finish them off. So, um, so I was thinking more like the, the warfare lore type thing. So are you like trying to direct things or Yeah, I'm trying to use the just wait a minute, I can use the loudspeaker, right? Yeah, I'll use the loudspeaker and tell everybody what the final attack could be. Uh it sounds more like Ooh. you need to get up. Is that an automatic fail? No, it's not huh? because you guys turned it on for him. You never did turn it back off. Oh yeah! Turn it on for him. Sweet. When, when you had him make the announcement when you were fleeing from uh, Clear Meadow? When I did the were... speech. You never turned it off. Sweet. And he still has loudspeaker access, which catches you by surprise, Tormir. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you say? Before you roll, what do you say? To close off the battle, uh, white lilies take the right flank, uh, do a pinch, pincer, whatever, like a spear maneuver, and pincer. cut out that pincer, spear, whatever, the pointy <laughs> thing. Up at a... <laughs> do, do a, you know, the pointy thing maneuver against them. I know lots about warfare. Trust me. <laughs> the great general, Tegan, use the pointy thing. You know what to do. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and give Go me a warfare. the pointy thing into the northwest and uh, uh, Athir and... <laughs> That force head to the northeast in a pointy fashion formation. That force, aka every other force other than the White Lily. Yeah, and then the burning wheels come down from the north to the south, and just three sides just obliterate them. All right, go ahead and give me your warfare lore check. Let's see how his uh, sticking with the pointy thing speech goes. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> You should have yep. climbed somewhere and used your climbing <laughs> skill. What, what'd you roll? 
I rolled a whopping uh, 19. All right. Uh, do you have a hero point still? I think I, you do. I do. All right. Would you like to use it? Uh, I think so. 27. <laughs> All right. Yeah, buddy. Well, Tegan stumbled over his words at the beginning of the speech, but finally he remembered the names of the maneuvers halfway through the speech. <laughs> And uh, was able to successfully direct using the loudspeaker. Is this thing so, on? <laughs> you get a little bit of feedback. At a, at, this can't a couple be how points. we win. <laughs> this is absolutely Not like this. how you Not win. Not like this. This is, this is totally how we would win. We are literally stumbling <laughs> over the finish line. <laughs> Stumble duck. It's perfect. It's my I, last name. I, that's the point. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, I feel like my cackling maniacally does not get enough, uh, you know, credit. So with uh, with Tegan's speech, um, you guys are uh, there's enough there's at least enough coordination mixed in with the uh, stumbling that is actually able to, to to finish off the battle, and you guys successfully defeated the uh, the zombie army. Um, uh, Tormir, I have to uh, ask, uh, when your character is, is fighting alongside the White Lily and battling and just having like the most epic uh, battle of all time, actually, for for a little bit, do you want to go ahead and kind of narrate how you and the rest of the White Lily fight side by side? Look, I can't follow up Tegan's amazing tactical brilliance. Um, amazing, really... Amazing doesn't always mean a good. It's amazing thing. something. <laughs> I'm amazed he got through it. <laughs> um, ah, you put me on the spot here, because I don't know who half these people are. To be honest, uh, use the pointy thing. <laughs> I mean, to be you no longer get to talk. Okay. I mean, Tormir is basically just doing what Tormir does. You know, he's just taking him to the gun show. But you don't use guns. He uses his arm guns. His left army and his right army. He's got two <laughs> handguns and he's ready to use them. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Why am I with you guys? Because <laughs> uh, it's fun. Is it yeah. though? Is it? Yeah. Clearly. So as you guys uh, bat wade your way through the battle... Um, and pretty much beat down the uh, the zombies to the the pretty much to the individual at this point. Uh, you know, you guys are standing there celebrating. Uh, Maurice is celebrating right alongside you guys. Uh, and a couple times they they look over at well, some of the people look at Rollos because I mean Rollos looks like this creepy necromancer guy riding a skeletal dragon, and also some other people are looking at Maurice like, is he on our side too? He's my pet. He's not your pet. He's a person. Kind of. But I get to grow him like like what Tabitha uh, does what? with her with her animals. She yeah. kinda grows them. <laughs> they become yeah, stronger about that. under the tutelage of the master, right? What? Uh -huh. Sure. Right. sure. Get yeah, to raise we'll Marie. I get to raise Maurice like 
Tabitha right. raised sure. Gregory. I, I'm pretty sure he's already been raised try. as an undead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little. Just a little. Oh. Do we, like, put a bandana around him with, like, our colors or something? So that people know that he's our undead? On the bandana says, if lost, return to Tegan's Dumbleduck. Absolutely do not get back to Kundal. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, I can use my underpants. It's got the British flag on it when that says the gnomes. I don't it. think put, he put wants that to on his like forehead. Yeah. <laughs> put your underwear on another thing that happens to be dead. Like your love life. Just saying. Uh, I'm just saying that there's a way you could recognize which side he's on. At least the burning wheels wouldn't do anything to him. They're very familiar with your underwear. <laughs> I think everybody is so familiar very with familiar. your underwear. All right. So as the uh, the battle continue, or as the battle finally uh, uh, finishes off, celebrations begin, um, and uh, we will kind of step away a little bit. And the you know, there's probably for the next day, there's just nothing but like drinking and people bring out whatever food stores are remaining a big feast is is uh, there was arranged. much drinking and baby making there was much drinking and celebrating and uh feasting and just you know despite the fact that you guys have won looking across the battlefield you uh, you definitely see the uh, cost of the war definitely were i mean there are there's buildings on fire buildings completely collapsed two entire walls of fortifications Corpses in every direction, as far as you can see, outdoors. Uh, mixture of both uh, the living and the dead are strewn throughout the battlefield. Um, you see Rallos kind of walking throughout the battlefield and uh, using some sort of magic on the, the corpses to ensure that they can't be raised again. Is he still drinking the uh, coffee? Yeah, Rallos does have this little thermos that hangs off of his... Uh, his hip, and uh, it, he every once in a while pours himself a cup of coffee. So uh, it's Rallo's brand coffee. The drinking and baby making thing was mentioned. Is this a, like the prologue to the Duskwalker saga? Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where's Lady Isabella? <laughs> <laughs> where Where is Lady Isabella indeed? And also, as you guys look around, where's Jathal at this point? We will have to find <laughs> that one out next time. So. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, we're probably in the near future going to have a uh, mailbag episode coming up. So if you have any questions for us as the uh, the cast, um, questions about us, questions about our characters, questions about uh, Tegan's anything pants. To do with Pathfinder, if you want to know more about Tegan's pants. Uh, send us emails. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys uh, more often. We haven't honestly gotten an email in, in a few weeks now. so um, we, We're lonely people, and we'd like to hear from you. So, so please send us emails. Just you sound <laughs> Tony desperate. is desperate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, uh, in the meantime, listeners. What was the email address? Oh, yeah. You probably need that, don't you? PaperPencilDicePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but in the meantime, listeners, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at PaperPencilDicePodcast at gmail.com. 
Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.